This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. Are you looking for ways to reduce no-shows? Have a hard time scheduling recurring clients? Switch to Mogo today. Mogo is an all-in-one software with smart scheduling for both mobile and salon. Some of my favorite features include auto reminders, online booking, and integrated payments with cards on file. You can use Mogo on your mobile device or desktop. Sign up with code SOTT to save 50% off the first month when you upgrade to the premium plan. Visit mogo.pet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I feel so off right now because I'm pretty exhausted. Um. No, probably not to the caliber caliber that you're at, but I'm pretty tired too. Um, it's also kind of exhausting since this is our second try. Yeah. I do, guys. It's going to sound a little off too because we're not face to face. We're yeah. doing via Zoom. Yeah, this is take two. We tried doing it on our normal day, and. Well, I didn't have a babysitter, so I was trying to be like a boss and like get it done. And my kids were having quite the off day, so it did not happen. So we had to stop like midway. And then like I was also dying in the episode. So <laughs> she she attempted to mute. She attempted to mute her, like, hacking up this nasty, gnarly loogie. But the problem mm-hmm. is, is that she knocked the microphone on when she went to go throw it up. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was just like, I see her choking and I'm like, oh, shit, CPR. And then the mm-hmm. microphone kicks off and it's her throwing up in the background. Yeah, it was pretty great. I might have Harvey actually, like, chop it out and, like, insert here. And so everybody can hear the gloriousness of me vomiting a loogie because I don't like loogies. It's a very textural thing. Oh, and yeah. so it instantly like triggers and freaks me out. And I like start gagging. It's pretty great. And it freaked my daughter out. So she's watching me and like starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> mad out of nowhere because he can't be a part of the gang yeah he just is i think he might have been laughing at me i don't know he's he's a silly dude but yeah, so it's 10 o'clock at night on a tuesday and we're exhausted i had an extremely rough and very long day today tell me about it so it started off my day, right? I'm getting ready to go to work. I'm going to my one client with the three dogs. And just something tells me in my gut, you should do a walk around and like make sure your tires are good. You're connected to the trailer. Like, cause Harvey has like hooked me up before and he doesn't put my brakes on or he <laughs> misses a chain. And so like, I have to fix those things. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm doing good on time. I'm going to get there a little after 7.30. I'm going to do a walk around. And so I do my walk around and I notice my back tire 
on like the driver's side tire of the trailer, but like the last one, so I have two tires, I have total four tires. And well, anyways, so it's looking a little low. And I'm like, I have a flat tire. Sure enough, I had a screw and a nail stuck in my fucking tire. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is great. Well, this I mean, can you like just put some air in it and hopes it holds on at least till the end of the day? Um, no, I don't think that'd be safe because it was pretty flat. Um, and so, but I have a spare. So we threw on the spare and we went to go use my um, air compressor to put air in my tires. Mm-hmm. And my air compressor had a hole in it. <laughs> so I couldn't put air in my tires. So I just prayed to whatever, Mother Earth, to let me get there. And I did. It was fine. So while Harvey was changing my tire, because I called him, I woke him up and was like, you got to come and like, do this for me. Yeah. And so... Do the man work. Yeah, exactly. So I call at my usual place that I used to go to, which was Ted Weens. They accommodated trailers because I have to make sure that places are able to you know, take the extra height. Yeah. And the dude was so fucking condescending to me. And it's like, if I had a penis, would you be talking to me like this? I highly doubt it. And so he's like, okay, well, I need to know what size tire you have. And I was like, I don't know. I think it's like 20 inches. Fuck. I don't know. And he's like, well, I was like, is there something on the tire that I could look at? And he's like, yes. And I was like, okay, cool. Where should I look? And he's like, well, it's a number. I was like, there's a lot of numbers on this right? tire. That was a, I would have punched him in his fucking face. Yeah. There's um, a PSI numbers. There's, there's so numbers. many fucking numbers. I'm there's like, there's a lot there of numbers. Too, there's some letters in there. Exactly. Like, I was getting so frustrated. And he's like, oh, you'll find it. And I was like, okay. So I just start like reading off a shit ton of numbers. He's like, no, not that one. Not that one. And then I finally tell him and he's like, there you go. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and he's like, well, I can't do these for you today, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I have a good day. And I hung up the phone. And so then I called another place that was by my house and totally different company. Cause I'm like, I'm not going back to any Ted Weeds in the city. <laughs> Even though Ted Beans is like the number one mechanic that has like supposedly the best customer service in all of Las Vegas. Yeah, well, not this location. So I went to Discount Tires and they actually had a really good customer service and they were really quick. Um, and I mean, anywhere I went, I would have been paying an arm and a leg for tires. And at this point, I feel like I'm just working to further put my business in debt. I don't even want to say how much debt we're in, like for just the business itself. And it's like, we keep taking a step forward and then five steps back and like having to buy all new tires, which I could have gotten away with just buying one tire, but the other tires were pretty old and we needed new tires. So we just went and bought 
five because I want to have a spare. So. Dang. Yeah. So we spent like about a thousand dollars on tires. So that, so that hot girl be Sean Summer is probably not going to happen, is it? Huh? You took on an extra day so that way, like, you know, you could be ahead a little bit. Oh, yeah. Time. Yeah. No. We're <laughs> just like, I'm like, why am I even working? It just seems like at least once or twice a month, something else is happening. And I'm just so over it. Yeah. I spent $452 on groceries today. Jesus. For like the month? Um, No. Um, the meat, I got one steak, like a New York strip steak. Uh-huh. Um, I got like five sausages and like two chicken breasts, but I had to get like toilet paper. I had to get like cereal for the kids, t- like the vegetables. So I had to like restock everything that we were out of, but that's how expensive groceries are. And I hit up three grocery stores, Costco, 99 cent store, and our like Smith's Kroger. $452. (laughs) That is so much. Yeah. Like when we have to restock everything, like that's crazy. Yeah. And then like like $75 in gas. Oh, I don't want to tell you how much I spent in gas today. And I couldn't even fill up all the way because I capped out, which I didn't know that was a thing that you could cap out, but like money wise, because I have, I was on empty and it was at 19 gallons and it was a hundred and five dollars. And then I don't even know how much it costs to put gas in my generator. I didn't even fucking look. Yeah. But it's almost $6 a gallon here. Yeah, that's crazy. So I guess we're going to have to figure out how to work the summer. Like, I don't know. We're going to have to start spending summers like like at each other's houses. Like, what do you mean? We go, I go to your house all day. And I stay there all day. Oh. Yeah. I don't leave. <laughs> we, I bring food. We eat. You come over. You bring food. We eat. It's just like it has to be like a community summer thing. Like we're not doing anything. Can't do anything. We wanted to like just take a cr- quick trip, like in state, but like that's not gonna happen. No, it's insane. And it gets hot, so everything breaks down in the summer. Yeah, we went to, we took the, put the babies in the pool today. They had a blast. I bet they did. Oh, they loved, like Henry was just like splashing and kicking and just was like fucking all about it. It's great. And obviously not this summer, but maybe next summer, if you're completely healed, Harvey was like, we should record in the pool. That would be fun. (laughs) It would. So hopefully next summer is goals. But I totally forgot. We're actually recording a podcast episode right now. (laughs) I forgot. 
It's okay. I forgot that we were. Uh, I forgot what time it was. It's been such an exhausting day, yeah. such an exhausting week. And like Vanessa might have monkeypox. I don't. I do not. <laughs> so I've been under a lot of extreme stress financially. Obviously, everything is breaking down, and um. When I get very stressed, I break out in hives. And so the other morning I woke up and like just half my lip was just like completely swollen. And then it started to travel to my whole upper lip. So I had like this really cute, like Botoxy full look going on. You like that every time. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's like once a year free Botox. (laughs) So... Um, but yeah, anyways, so that's kind of like, was my day today. It's been delightful. Um, I don't even remember what we were going to, I was going to talk about last trial for an episode. Well, I read the Grimmer to Grimmer article with Anais Hayden and, um, for the Grimmer to Grimmer quick little. Yeah, we got noticed. They well, yeah, they uh, basically had um, kind of reiterated the same points that we made for our interview with her, but obviously we did a better job just because we had the interview with her. Like, <laughs> So was I correct in the fact that like they just took our interview and wrote it on paper? I didn't. It was, all, it was no, actually, you know what? It was a more, I want to. How do I put this? In Groomer to Groomer, it was almost as if it was a well-written, intelligent cliff notes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it really does go to show, like, you know, um, if you guys heard our interview and it, if you read the reiteration, like, she, her popularity came so quick in such a, in like the beginning of her career and she was just trying to be creative and like learn to love her job and she just got like flung to the wolves everything just like came down on her so hard and she brilliantly flipped it on its side Mm -hmm. and even even in our interview she did mention like it's it does take a toll but it still also makes her extremely successful um, and where she's at today because of um, one, her family members advice and her literal ingenuity when it comes to taking the shit and like running with it. Um, but I'm excited for her and like with her new setup, I will be interested in like talking to her like later on in the future and see where she's at because we left off on like, you know, she's at a good place and like, you know, she, it just looks like it's going up from there, you know? And so like, we want to see that, but it was really cool. Um, but yeah, she basically, well, this is her second time, second time being in Groomer to Groomer. I know, but I think everything else was more featured with just her coloring and not necessarily the fact that she 
had to rethink social media. So this, this one is like not really discussing like her techniques or her style. No, it's, it's discussing more, her as a person and her like her journey. Person. Yep. Her as a person, her as a mother and her just like really, I don't just really her getting shitted on and like totally flipping it and mm-hmm. like making it so that she is um, taking advantage of every opportunity um, and making it benefit her and her family and her business 100%. And yeah, so it's great. Like, I think it's cool that we were um, mentioned. Yeah, it even says, it even shows it like shit on the table in a recent interview on shit on the table. And I was like, oh shit, noise. Yeah. (laughs) To be honest, I never thought we would ever be mentioned in a grooming magazine because we're kind of (laughs) trashy. We were on an online forum. What was that called? It was a grooming forum. I don't think it was specifically grooming i think someone was just looking at grooming um podcasts and we were what number two this was forever ago uh we were it was the top five grooming podcasts i don't know what number we were we can say we were two because that would be cool number two (laughs) (laughs) but it was the top five and like these little victories are so fun for us like oh, yeah they make absolutely no sense and they are completely us tooting our own horn but like come on who why why not like we yeah. know we're trash. <laughs> we oh we are like we're the fun trashy you know we say this all the time but like so before i know we were kind of like um didn't want anything, not necessarily anything to do with um, the Barkley Awards. And I'm kind of like, I don't know, maybe we should. Because I think that's like nomination stuff. Like, do we nominate ourselves? Uh, no, we don't. No, it's. Because I'll nominate us. <laughs> You, we can be not, we have to be nominated by people within the industry. So like people within it, it's like people within the industry will have to nominate us. And then we have to like social media campaign for ourselves. Mm. But if there's no money, I don't care. Um, but it's fun though. Cause I wonder if they'll bring the dinner back. And like, I remember seeing, um, What's her face? Sarah Druin. She like fucking wore an amazing ass ball gown one year. And I'm like, I want to wear a ball gown like that. We can have our own awards and wear a ball gown. Okay. That's just called a pity party when you're giving yourself an award. (laughs) Well, I don't like any of that stuff. Whatever. I'll nominate us anyways. You just want to wear your wedding dress again. Yeah, maybe you should. Yeah, but so on the uh, record of doing bigger and better things, 
we have been kind of talking about and hinting about like doing really cool things and we did do cool things and we're going to tell you about those cool things officially now on the record. (laughs) Okay. So like Vanessa has been playing around with like her creative side and technical side and um, Vanessa gets tired of things much quicker than I do, but like oh, she yeah. is, she was fucking over our website. She was over everything, and she has been tinkering with our website. And she really did do a really great job of making our website so much like our personality. But let's backtrack a little bit. We got a new logo. Yay! It is so cool. It is a reflection of who we are and how we want the industry to perceive us. And that is a bad motherfucker. <laughs> so we use the website called Fiverr. I highly recommend it. If you're like us and are into like the caricature type logos that are going around in the industry right now you which can are get, still on fiverr those are still on fiverr yes they are but there are so many different styles that you can find and it's amazing mm-hmm. and they don't just do logos they do websites they do um like legal work too um like and it's a Affordable in comparison to what you would get, say, at like a private, a private designer. These are people who are looking for like quick, easy work, and so they set up like different packages. And for what we paid, and for what we got, was like a bargain. Yeah, I mean, comparatively, because he's you know, okay, so we. I, I don't hate our logo, but Vanessa hates our logo. Yeah. And, um, it's too literal. It's a very literal logo. And, you know, memorable like logos are not literal. And I cannot stand the caricature or the animated ver- like doggy cartoony style. I can't do it. So um, what is our next best thing is to like look for something that is just not necessarily within our like a reflection of our industry but more or less a reflection of who we would want to be in a fantasy land right yeah yeah exactly like and we want to be rock stars we are rock stars we're like cool rock stars with no music talent but we have microphones Exactly. <laughs> so we were looking at like some of the artists for the podcast like logos and we're like no this is starting to look like ipa beer logos yeah and we're like no not really so then we were scrolling and we're like fuck it let's look at the band logos for like punk metal and uh industrial like music um uh like logos right and so we found this one guy and his style was literally just for bands it looks like all of his like style was for bands Mm -hmm. and so we hit him up and he kind of gave us a little pushback he wasn't like a jerk or anything he was just like 
you know, I don't know anything about grooming and I don't know if this is what you want. And we're like, no, dude, this is exactly what we want. (laughs) (laughs) And and he had really good templates and he had like, you know, we had a lot to choose from and, you know, everything was very easily laid out and crisp. And then we, we did it. So our logo has changed. It's definitely still, Groomer forward, feminine forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we put a little, we put a little thing in there. There's a thing. Yeah, we put a little spice. We put a little spice. So you know, if you can see our little feminist icon in there, yeah, just a just to put it in there. Uh, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, Take we want to know if you can find it. If you know it, if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Like it's it's what we wanted. Like the dude was so easy to work with. He was from, gosh, where was he living? Scotland. Scotland. Yes, that's right. And um, he gave us like three rough drafts, and he gave us a third. He was only technically is like in his package. You only get two, and then you can pick one, and then you only get so many like root like rewrites of that and so he was like I just didn't really like feel comfortable with the ones that I gave you um so I wrote up one that or made one that like I just kind of went off script and like this is what I did and then we liked two of them so we asked him to kind of combine those but then do something a little different and so he did and he pretty much nailed it. And then we just had like a few little um, corrections. Up. Yeah. Touch ups, corrections. And then it was like, bam, done. Easy peasy. And, and you know how like the one thing about when you start doing like things professionally for yourself, you start getting like this weird anxiety about like changing things or because you think maybe you'll like it later. You know what I mean? You may not like it then, but you think you'll like it later. And that becomes kind of a problem in uh, like when you're working with somebody professionally, you don't want to hurt their feelings. And this person, um, like just really made it so easy for us to like unabashedly like say, Hey, can you do this? Can you highlight this? Or can you separate this? And it was like, we, it got more and more exciting the more balanced we saw our vision and that is really cool and I really it really gave us uh, for me especially but it really gave us like a kind of like a boost of confidence when you're working with professional people other professionals in like an industry that you're maybe not a you know, have never worked with. And so when you're working with another professional about something professionally, it's like, it's cool to have that kind of confidence going into it. You know what I mean? And working well with another, another person, you're like, damn, we're amazing. We are big girls now. Oh yeah. He made me feel, he gave me like a huge boner. Like just. Okay. See, like, I'm like talking about how like, (laughs) Oh, you know, it's great. (laughs) We got confidence. We're working in this. We're working to, you know, to be professionals and like upgrade ourselves. And that's them here in the corner, like stroking her dick. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it was because he was 
from another country. He was just so nice. Any criticism that we threw at him and like wanted to change, he was like, yeah, cool, for sure. And then like, it wasn't like, he wasn't offended like whatsoever. He, I never got a hint of frustration from him ever. And I think that's, I think that's just how it is with us. I think it's just like, it's just our anxiety. It's just us. It's not him. It's not them. It's us. Like I, we go in, that's the anxiety, like going into something and like not saying what you're feeling but like I, our last logo was so literal and, yeah. you know, it, it was, wasn't us. No, I got bored very quickly and it was very like linear, just like lines and, um, eight, eh. and there like, no, um, there wasn't, there wasn't even like hidden artistry to it. No, it was uh, very, um. What, I, what What is that style of art? Like online. It's just like lines. <laughs> Someone might be screaming it at me. Um, clip art. It was, it's just clip art. That's all it was. It's clip art. And so I got bored of it so quickly. And then there's like family things because my dad did make the logo for free. And so, like, it got us to where we needed to be and what was, like, launching ourselves without having to do a lot of costs up front. So, like, yeah, grateful. But then it just, the more I looked at it, the more I'm like, "Mm, this is just not vibing with what we're putting out. Like, when I see that, I just see, like, a typical grooming podcast and I don't think that we are a typical grooming podcast. No. So do you think with our new logo, it kind of like projected you into like the style of how you wanted the website to be? Yeah. Darker, a little bit more rocker. And you just- guys have to check out our website and look at the bios yeah. and all of the stupid ass shit she put in there. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's not professional whatsoever. So, which is our web, like our whole vibe is just, we are who we are. And um, I chose for our About Us page, like we had five-star reviews, but I'm like, why would I choose the five-star review? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to choose the one that gave us three stars and basically says what we are right up front is like too much cursing. And like, yeah. They are correct. <laughs> I think this review represents us 100%, you know, and is very intriguing. But yeah, I mean, putting the website out was a little stressful because I didn't really know what I was doing, but I like learning new things and this was fun. And there was many times that I stayed up until one o'clock in the morning, but it probably doesn't look like it. But like you have to you literally like if you move a period wrong, like the whole screen like fucks up and then you have to like fix it. And then you can't even just work on just the computer website. You have to work on the mobile website too separately. So like there were certain things that like I had to fix on that. And like it was just 
it was a lot. And I think it came out pretty good. It's better, I think better than the shit we have now, which I fucking hate that website so much. <laughs> but someone did it for us for free and she was a web designer and I didn't have the heart to tell her like I hated it like so much because it was free. Yeah. So I was just like, thanks. And it got us like it didn't really do anything because one we didn't have the money then to transfer our website domain so it was just like the Wix domain and so like it's just so long like there's no point in like saying it on our podcast because it would take like fucking five minutes and then you get lost with all the letters yeah so we have a very simple easy domain <laughs> and it's just shit on the table.com. We also yeah. have merch. Yay, we have merch. We a have bunch of you have been like saying for years, like like legit get merch. And so now we have merch. Yeah. And we have merch, but we're gonna have different merch. We're we have this merch, but we're gonna have different merch. Yeah, we wanted to just launch with a simple tea. It's just a classic tea. Um, I will say I don't dry my t-shirts because I don't want like super shrinkage because they are 100% cotton. Um, they are... I got a medium. And so the medium fits good. It fits snug. I wouldn't say like it's small, but I wouldn't say it's like big. Either. It's very true to size. These t-shirts. They're fitted. They're fitted. Yeah, they're very fitted. So um, I always get extra larges in everything, and um, this is a unisex t-shirt, but it's a fitted t-shirt. It's just the style it comes in, and mm -hmm. we just wanted something that had a little bit more style to it for just like a basic t-shirt. Um, yeah, they're cool. They're just like. They our, remind our me of a band Like if yeah. you look at it, you're gonna be like, "That's fucking badass." But it's a fucking T-shirt, but it has shit on the table and our brand oh, yeah. new fucking logo. So like, <laughs> it is gorgeous in a sense that like, like you're gonna be walking down the street and they'll be like, "Bro, what band is that? What do they play? I've never heard it before. Like, I need to hear their lyrics." And then you're gonna be like, "Ha ha ha!" ha. <laughs> <laughs> it's a grooming podcast. Exactly. Like it's, it's definitely reminiscent of 2009, like the emo scene from 2009. Maybe if you were like old school hardcore from like 2005, 2006. I need some Sacconi and Reeboks. It's great. It fits nicely. It looks cool on. I've already worn it like twice, three times since I've had it. Yeah. And it's comfortable. It looks hot on. You tuck that shit in into your jeans, cuff your jeans, put on a belt. Bang in. Bang in. Bang in. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, so 
you could check out our we can actually say that now like at the end of the show every time like go check out our merch you never know what's going to be on there you can drop yeah. your stories on our website yes easy peasy i mean you can look easy. at yep you can look at all of our previous uh episodes upcoming episodes everything's gonna drop you're gonna see it on our website everything's gonna pop up yep 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 so you don't even have to have it like a listening service if you didn't want to you can just go to our website and listen to it there so if your friend is like hey i need like a grooming podcast you could easily just shoot them our website and it's all there it's all there not every single episode but the last 20 from the last release to whatever comes after that. So the latest released is going to be on there to the ones after that were released yeah. before it. Before I don't know. Numbers are, <laughs> yeah. numbers, numbers are weird for you. Yes. So, um, yeah, you could just check out our, our podcast there. The stories are there. Um, we do also have a donation link. Um, if you would like to donate to the podcast, you can. Um, we do have other things that we would like to be able to provide more than merch. Um, so that would help us go a little bit further if you were inclined um yeah that's kind of pretty much our website in a nutshell yeah yeah we're big girls we are we did stuff it took us a while but we got there it takes us a while to do things and we should do things at our own time and when we feel comfortable and you know we're still trying new things we're still trying to figure out like what works for us because traditionally what works for a lot of people when like their podcasts or they're making content or the content creators just like it doesn't work for us yeah no we get there and i think it's an appropriate time for us to be launching a lot of these things because i have noticed an incline of traffic on our facebook and getting more likes uh, not likes, but yeah, I guess follows. Um, so that's pretty cool. And I'm always trying to steer everyone away from Facebook, but it's so hard. Ugh, yeah. It is. It is. It definitely is. God, I hate Facebook so much. <laughs> I can't get rid of it, though. But yeah, I hate it, too. Yeah, it's so hard. Like, Honestly, if I didn't have, I would be okay with deleting my classic tales Facebook page. I don't, I don't post like I'm just, I don't post. It's not my thing. And so if I didn't have shit on the table or people actually didn't have a little bit of traffic on my page and I didn't upload the upcoming episode or the released episode, I'd probably delete it. But then I don't know how people would see us. <laughs> so I keep it. 
Yeah, we like the whole word of mouth, but like it's taken a couple years just to get word of mouth, like to like kind of work for us. So like yeah. you have to be on social media, but like, hmm. Maybe one day. You know, your cat is killing me. I really want to yell it back at it because I know it's Camo yelling at you. Yeah. Shut up. Camo. Kitty. Come here. Come and say hello to the people. Come here, old man. He's 13. Is he? 13. So he turns senile and starts raping his sister? Yeah. Okay. So, guys, my cat, they're siblings. Okay. Male, female, you know, and I have never in my cat's 13 years of life, I've never seen his dick. I've never seen it. Never seen it. I've seen his penis like three times now. And it's disturbing. It's just like this little red, red rocket. It's so tiny. And he's just like licking it. And after trying to have sex incestual sex with his sister and to be honest i cannot tell if she enjoys it or not she doesn't fight it she just kind of lays there and like hisses at him but then like is that his saying no but yes because like she doesn't do anything about it and i'm just like so i was telling harvey about this and he's like well he had to wait until she got to the perfect size. He only likes them big girls. <laughs> it's like, that's fucked up. She can, she can like barely move because she's so plump now. She is. But <clears throat> so, yeah, like we did stuff and we're talking about wanting to do more stuff. And so go to our website Drop off your stories there. It's so easy now. It's just one page. It says stories. Like I labeled it for you. Stories. So it's so exciting. I go and stare at our website every so often. Yeah, me too. It's, I think it's pretty cool for like a first legit website. I think it's pretty good. I'm proud. It's, you know, like when you have to make your website for like business, like your grooming business, um, like it has to have like a certain aesthetic because it has to be pleasing to other people to draw them in. But this just had to be pleasing to us. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, I kind of followed some other podcasts that we listen to or yeah, we listen to. Um, small town murder I kind of based it off of theirs too Um, and my favorite murder those are two of my favorite podcasts and they were very simple and so I was like yeah I may or may not be scrolling through our website currently that's so funny how we're just describing our logo is nothing like a grooming logo Right for our grooming uh-huh. podcast is a band logo for our website that has been um, inspired by um, murder mysteries and true crime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not in any direction. Like our minds do not go in a linear way. Like 
grooming, 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 and then it continues in that um, way. We're just like kind of bringing it all in everything. Exactly. <laughs> but all the links are linkable. So like I put all, like it was so cool. Like I put our Amazon music link, our Apple podcast link, Spotify, Google, our Facebook and our Instagram. The only one that is not linkable yet is our YouTube. We're working on that guys. We yeah. just, we have to figure things out. Yeah. But that is a goal of ours is to be able to bring this to you and see our faces. Or mm-hmm. Vanessa and her vintage muumu. Yeah. Yes. I am wearing a muumu currently. And we just we gotta we gotta build a little bit of extra funds to get those cameras. Um so but YouTube I think is our next phase at the moment of launching. Yeah. It'll give us more of an opportunity to like for us to do stuff and you see it versus like hearing what we're, you know, what we're describing, you know, so yeah. it'll be fun for the whole family. Well, maybe not the mm, whole family. I'm like, maybe just <laughs> teenagers. It has to be, it has to be PG something. We're going to say like PG 13. Um, Cause YouTube won't let R happen, but or NC 17. They're not about that life, but <laughs> we'll keep it within that realm. Maybe. Anyway, uh, should we get into some stories or do we want to talk about your Bashan? Oh, my Bashan? Yeah, you posted good. on Facebook. Yeah, but you yeah. also, we you did that technique that you were talking about last week. Oh, that's right. I knew that there was something else that I wanted to talk about at the head of that episode. Um, so do do a recap on what you looked over the technique from last week. Or the I actually last did time. it again today. So... Um, So I posted my Bashan on my personal Facebook page and I used that technique that I told you guys about the last episode um, that I saw on Instagram. And it's where you take the clipper, um, like a super long guard comb on the back of the front legs and like that abyss that is like so hard to scissor on the inside of the leg, but not like complete inside, just like that inner inside, but the back inner. It's like the back of the legs and then you're just angling it. I don't know, degree, whatever that degree is. You're just angling it inward just a little bit and it just takes off the bulk, but it also Mm -hmm. like creates this contour line to follow where it's very minimal scissoring and it looks like you did it all by hand. Yeah, and it looked great. Like my dogs came out great. I did it again today on my um the other bichon that i had to groom today because i don't groom two bichons in one day it fucking kill me um but it definitely helped because this bichon was a lot longer since it had to go about like four weeks without a haircut and it just made life so easy it looked pretty good i have to say yeah yeah he just wouldn't let me take pictures. And I kind of put like a divot in his head too. So that kind of sucks. So then you'd have to like find the right angle. And if he was being a dick, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. But like the head was round. The head is always what trips me up. 
But the legs, I got down. So now I just need to find tips for the head because I cannot get, like I get the roundness on the bottom. That's yeah. the easiest for me to do. But then once I get to the top, it's the crest and just like that topness is always so hard to get that picture perfect, round, crisp look. So the crest into the shoulder blades, like that area, I cannot seem to get like where it looks less like a mohawk, but more like it's, it looks too sharp when I do like the crest into the shoulder blades. Like I can get, we saw that um, uh, tutorial on how to do the the front part of the eyes and stuff like that and i always take out i always take off a little too much and make it look a little softer versus the angry look but the whole gist of it the starting point of the crest i can get down but it's right when you go past the occiput that i cannot like keep enough hair on that crest part so then there's like that sometimes there's a divot yeah i feel you Cause like then you want like to swoop it to make it look like a swoop for the neck, yeah, and then like go up like a water slide, yeah. And like I just, I kind of just give up. I put so much effort into the legs that then like I give up at the head, and so I'm like, this is good enough. <laughs> so like I, a lot of times will do like a rough cut. Cause I'll watch like some of those Instagram posts or like some of the tutorials on online and like, they're just scissoring the whole time. And I know it's edited clips and stuff like that. So like in my head, I literally do a rough cut of their edited clips. So like you, you know how you get like a one minute clip of them doing like scissoring the legs, scissoring the, the back and then the crest and then like the chest and stuff like that. I'll mm -hmm. literally do a rough cut of that clip because I need to be able to like this is how my brain works so I'll do the rough cut of the legs and then I'll do the rough cut of the back end and then the the what's the line called what's the line called what's the line the back line the back of the dog what's that line called the back <laughs> No. Okay, so like I'll literally okay, whatever I see on the internet, I will do in re like in real time, but a rough cut, but of the same steps that they showed me, and then so, I'll go back and finish it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just kind of just keep scissoring until something happens, and hope something happens. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. But then, like, I see other grooms, and I'm like, well, so I know this is probably horrible of me, but, like, when I'm looking at, perf like, amazing groomers, I'm always looking for the imperfection, and I can always almost find an imperfection, and I'm like, okay, it makes me feel better that, like, I don't have to be perfect either, because there's no such thing as perfection because it's like our eyebrows they're sisters not twins because one's always going to look a little different than the other and like one side's always going to look a little different than the other side 
I think your criticisms are so irrational, but so funny because <laughs> literally every like seminar we've ever taken, they're basically saying like they fuck up all the time, but you never <laughs> believe them until you see <laughs> that chunk that got taken out by accident or like, yeah. Ooh, that like that skin looks a little irritated or like that definitely looks rushed. Like you're mm -hmm. definitely like you have to see it to believe it. Yeah. And somebody could be telling you like five times over, like it's just reality. Like it's just, it's all an illusion, you know? Yeah. Because they post like beautiful shit online. So I'm because like, they're talented people, but it's still, they're liars. Cherry picked. <laughs> <laughs> talented people are going to cherry pick just as much as normal people. Yeah. So that's why I look for the imperfections in real life. Cause I'm like, you're only posting like the best of the best. And so like when we're doing, when they're doing like those live seminars or I'm paying for a seminar or what, or I'm seeing them groom something live in front of me, whether it's online or in person, I'm going to be looking for those things because I'm like, this is what real grooming is. Like it's hair, it moves when I blow dry this dog in a week from bathing it, it's not going to look the same because I'm not going to be able to comb out the hair exactly the same that I did it before. Yeah. So like, it's going to look different. And like, I think that is something that I'm trying to learn now because I think that Bashan that I groomed last week was beautiful. And then I bathed it today and I'm like, what the fuck? Where did this hair come from? It wasn't there last week, <laughs> but I'm not, I cannot physically blow dry the dog the same way that I did last week. Yeah. So it's going to be different. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to be okay with that, especially because we are pet groomers and we're not, there's no way you can get perfection every single time. And that's hard to learn. For you? Like I think for just people soul. in general. Well, yeah, but it seems like your soul struggles with it a little harder than some other people that I know. Yeah, because I want to be perfect. I want to be just as good as what you see on the Instagrams. And like, I want to be that level. But then... That's a lot of work. It is. Like, a lot of the people that are on those levels, like, yeah, I know, like, their Instagram and, like, social media is cherry-picked. But, like, to get those titles and to do all that traveling and to go to those competitions and to go to those seminars and to put all that money into education, like, that's a lot of work. And I'm not saying that that's not a cool thing. It is super cool. But, like... Life is already hard. I don't know. It is. It is. <laughs> like, I don't know if I have the willpower to do, like, more than I'm already doing or, you know, like, push it that far. Yeah. No, and it's funny. And you, you want it to come naturally, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. But it's funny you say that because I don't know if people are familiar with Helen Schaefer. She's a competition groomer. She's been around for a long time. And she does like 
rumor vlogs. I don't know what they're called or like she, I know she has a name for it. Um, but she posted a Cocker Spaniel. I mean, this Cocker Spaniel was beautiful. Uh It wasn't like completely dried straight because it's a pet groom and someone called her out on it in like a funny way. And she kind of just, I don't know if she was like legitimately frustrated or just tired of people being like, I expect perfection from you like you do in the ring. And she kind of, I wouldn't say like, let them have it, but like explained, like, I'm not always out here looking for perfection. Like this is a pet dog. And one, it was 75% humidity in my salon. So this dog wasn't even dried completely. And it's going home this way. Like, cause someone commented on the ears not being completely straight. And they're like, I expect straight ears from you or something like that. And she was just like, simply, no, (laughs) that's not happening. Like, this is a pet dog and I'm not striving for perfection all the time. Like those dogs that you see, she was like, take four to six hours to groom to make them look that way. She's like, I don't have that kind of time here and nor do I want to have that time of like time here for pet dogs. (laughs) I think... Okay, so we talk about this a lot, and when we talk about like the 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 like the, I want to say the industry leaders that we've talked to, they all say the same thing too. They're just the same. They're like they're not going to put that kind of work into their business. This is competition. Like there's a complete separation of that for them, for sure. You know what I mean? Like all everybody we've talked to, they're like, yeah, we don't do that shit in our salons. Like, it's seven shave downs all day, every day. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, um, you know, a lot of the hand stripping and, like, they're like, yeah, we do hand stripping, but it's, like, still $75 an hour. And we have, like, so many come in and they have to be on a certain schedule, you know? But they're like, we're not trying to do that every day. That's going to be killer on our hands. Yeah. So, it's we I don't know so then like my thought literally right now is then why are these particular like groomers okay there's a particular groomer right now um I'm not gonna say names but I'll say they just put on a tv show on one of the streams that ends with max and <laughs> and you know she obviously she has beautiful grooms very like picture perfect all of them and you can tell they put hours into their work and like you're saying that these groomers right these competition groomers aren't trying to put that into their salons but yet we're being fed as like regular pet groomers this ideal that or idea that we have to have those styles of grooms right and that that's all you see on instagram it's kind of like seeing the only one style of body shape for models and then it makes us women feel like we're not ideal right so it's kind of like that for the grooming world but 
her webinar or her videos. It's like an eight video package and you can do, um, there's like several other things, but you get like eight videos. And then you have another package that's the eight videos. It's bodies plus the face. And so it's like trying to map out the body and so that like take the stress out of the guesswork. She's charging $400 to $600 for these packages. And it's like, it's marketing perfection. And it's like, I'm here for it. I am totally, I eat that shit up. Like I want, I want that perfection. But like, I'm coming to terms with the fact that like, you can't always have perfection. And so then it sucks because they make you think that like, you can have this perfection for everything, but like you can't, I guess is my point. So then you're spending like all this money and where like, where I want my money to go is how to just simply elevate the pet styles that I'm already doing. Yeah. Cause it's true though, because like when, um, for the past couple of years, what I've been grooming is mostly fucking doodles. I'm not uh-huh. grooming. I'm not grooming. Um, Bichons. I'm not, I want, I honestly, I want to learn how to strip, but I don't have those clients. I don't check up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I want to learn how to strip but I don't I don't have those clients. So is it worth is it worth putting in the extra money to do that? Like if I don't have those clients? Um cuz then if I if I do put the extra money in and you know learn it and which is great, it's great to have in my back pocket. I'd still have to put in the advertising to get those clients. Yeah. Right? Like things kind of have to be what you have like opportunity wise if you are doing nothing but like rural shave downs all day like can you elevate a shave down is it possible maybe you know yeah well I definitely think so like you could do faces a little differently to give more of a cutesy look but still have a nice clean shave down yeah bam you know but like that's what I'm looking for. And those are the seminars that I want is to like add just a little bit of flair to what I'm already doing. How can I heighten my prep? How can I just elevate ever so slightly for the clients that I'm already marketing to? Exactly. And I want things to be, I'm so obsessed with functionality right now. So like I really want style and I want functionality, but I also want it to be functional for my region so like i'm obsessed with like what shampoos work and what shampoos don't work and specifically for the area that we live in it's like you can have an amazing shampoo it's not going to work for the water and the the environment that we're in some shampoos are just too drying on the coat when we live in a desert yeah or we have extremely hard water Exactly. And then if you have shampoos that are supposed to draw in moisture to the follicles, it's not going to work. So why would I spend money on things that have like hyaluronic acid or humectants in it that are just like overly overpowering humectants that are just like drawing in moisture? There's no moisture where I live. 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to dry out the coat that way. So like, those are the things like we're not seeing, Ooh, we're geniuses. What? We're just geniuses. This is what Uh. we need. Like regionally specific function, style and function. Like those things aren't out there right now. No. I feel like Jess Rona does market um, to more of a pet clientele and like a lot of, obviously her grooms are more pet heavy. Um, and they're also like very packages. like teddy bear. Yeah. And so those packages are like, I would see they would be useful, but like I, for some reason, I have kind of a hard on for like hating on her. And I don't want to hate on anybody, but like, I just don't see, like, I follow Jess Rona pet in everything, but like, I just don't see the appeal. She doesn't excite me. Like, some other groomers excite me. Like she doesn't excite me at all. Yeah. So when she does like an Asian fusion, I still have like, my heart is still with Risa or, uh, Kenichi Nagasi or, um, a lot of the Korean style groomers like, and I'm not, and I'm I'm not saying, you know, that kind of like sounds a little funky. Like I only like Asian fusion or Asian style with from Asian people. That's not the case. Um, it's just that like, I don't like <laughs> her and I don't, and I don't not like her. I just like, I don't have nothing against her. It's just like, I don't, I don't eat what she's cooking. You know what I mean? No, I definitely understand. That's I hope it. I don't get I just, hate from what I'm about to say. She's just dull. She does, yeah, exactly. She doesn't excite me. And I'm not, it's not a criticism to her. It's just like she's not, I don't know. She doesn't excite me. Like there's some groomers that are a little bit like regionally closer to her that like I'm, I, I get super excited for when they like post some stuff or, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like her style is like, she just is really talented at videography and photos and like marketing and like obviously I worked for somebody who has like I don't know like a godlike degree in marketing and built her business from just her marketing career not knowing anything about dogs and now has like a huge cult following there's something about white women in marketing that's what it is. It's that I'm it's flat out. That's what it is. Isn't it? It's that <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's that's what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, from personally working with her and then my cat is just staring at me from in like the other room and it just caught me off guard. Um, but we, before just Rona got like super big, do you remember the Utsumi, um, booth at the super zoo asked her to like do a demo just like on the spot i didn't even know she was i didn't even know she was at the itsumi booth yeah this was like years ago she did like a leg 
Was it exciting? Clearly not, because you don't remember it. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I just, like, I don't, uh, she doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I could see, okay, I can see why people, because I'm slightly enticed to purchase these, because I do think her grooms are very cute. Like, she's very talented, but they're so expensive. I think you have really bad luck when you buy seminars. Yeah, I do. Like every seminar that you are super excited for, like you specifically, and you're like, Vanessa, we there need is a bus. There is. I think you were just like riding that high when we took that Risa seminar and you're like, that was amazing. I'm totally going to like, we're totally going to find some like hidden gems out here. Um, it doesn't happen. No. So that's what I'm afraid of. Like spending $600 to watch a teddy bear trim. Um, you know, I just feel like every time I take a seminar or do something, I'm looking for a specific kind of specific information that I'm never getting. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's me. It's probably me. It's probably a me thing. And like, I, uh, I'm, what I'm about to say just is going to sound so horrible. Like, I want somebody to tell me something that I don't know already. Like, but I don't know why what I know isn't to me translating to my grooms. Like, I don't know what is the next level for me that I need to be hitting, but it seems like these seminars are not the next level that I need to heighten myself. So I don't know. Like when I took that Bashan class, it was mostly just like, I didn't learn fucking anything. Like nothing. Uh That was, that just like pissed me off. And then I see that people scissor a certain way and I'm like, okay, so I try to mimic the way that they're scissoring, but yet I'm just not getting it, I guess. And it's just not happening. I think you're just trying to, okay. I feel like you've been lied to your whole life. And so you feel yeah. like everybody's, you feel like everybody's gatekeeping. Yeah. And when we, <laughs> when we literally sit down and talk with these people, they're not gatekeeping. It's just that, like, there's just information that is not necessary, and you want that unnecessary information because you think it might bring that sparkle to whatever it is that you need. I want to know how you wiped your ass while doing that dog. Like, like, you might not think that that's, like, pertinent to the way you're grooming that dog, but, like, it is. I need to know. Like, did you brush the dog a certain way? Did you comb after blow? Like, I need to know, like, how, how are you holding these shears? Like, I think it's, but it's true. It's so funny because that you talk about that. Cause I'm thinking in my head, like perfect example for you getting excited over information was like how Jay Scruggs was talking about how he was dealing with an irritating customer and how he had a Milky Way or something. Yeah. And you're like, I'm totally, I'm totally about that. It's, I need to know everything. Jay Scruggs is especially special and a master groomer because he ignores his clients 
it goes to eat a Milky Way. <laughs> it was a Snickers, I believe. Or something. It was hilarious, though. Yeah, it was great. I don't know. I think my next level is I need like to just pay for someone to come just spend the day with me. I think your next level is literally going to dog shows. It's funny that you say that because I was thinking about that. I think dog shows are this season out here in Boulder City. So I was thinking about just taking the kids and going out there. I don't think dog shows are very good for kids. Why? Because kids are annoying to dogs. They're trained to not be distracted. Yeah, but they're also like... They're not touching these dogs. And I can't do anything without them. I have no life without children. (laughs) fine but yeah no i think your next bet is like actually going to dog shows sorry did i cut out can you hear me yeah i heard you oh yeah i think your next bet is going to dog shows and kind of like seeing do you want to go this route where it's like the akc the do you want to be able to do that and then translate it into how a lot of the pet professionals are doing with their pet grooms. They're not doing these show cuts. They're doing whatever they feel necessary, but they have that show talent. Do you want to be that level now? Yeah, I think so. But like, then I get conflicted because we live in the desert. And so we can't really have, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to say, but yeah we'll figure it out but i'm getting really tired it's like 11 all right you want to do stories or do you want to just call it a night let's just call it a night for tonight and then we'll do um an episode really dedicated to stories yeah i don't think we had that many left to be honest we had three but they were long oh were they yeah So we'll just do stories next week or next, not next week, but, uh, <laughs> next, next episode. Next episode will be like, just like appreciation of your stories. Thank you. Love you. Yes, exactly. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, go check out our merch. Um, go check out our website. How crazy. Like we actually have a website um and any feedback really would be great um i'm like curious like what kind of items would you like to see in our merch in the future um maybe some things we can make happen i can't promise everything um but yeah if you have any um ideas that you guys would like And then also like topics, if you have any topics that you'd like to hear, um, we'd love to answer any questions with our opinions um, and your stories. So uh, we are out till next time. Send us your stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com or you can go to our motherfucking website, www w hold on wow www dot shit on the table 
shitonthetop.com. <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Shit on the Table. You can tell your friends to listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon Podcasts. But you can find all those fucking links for your friends on our website on the home page. So you could just send your friend the link to our website and it's just all there for them. It's great. They can, you know, do their thing and get a t-shirt. So yeah, we are out guys. <laughs> Bye.